Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Monday, June 24th. Uh, I can't believe it's June. It is so beautiful outside right now in St. Louis. It's not raining for once, uh, and it's quite lovely, uh, which is just, it just makes for a wonderful Monday. Uh, Andy is is on vacation today in a beautiful place with his family. Uh, he will hopefully be back on Thursday, uh, and then we are off to the races with all of our conventions and, and uh, traveling to all these places. Come visit us at our KFUO booths uh, at National Youth Gathering and the LCMS convention. We will be at both places um and we'll also be all over social media that uh during those times as well uh showing you behind the scenes pictures and videos and and all kinds of all kinds of great stuff on our social media at kfuo radio and speaking of social media uh it's such a thing it's been a thing for a while uh and and there's uh, there's always uh, questions about how how pastors interact with social media, how churches should interact with social media, uh, whether they even should interact with social media. So joining me by phone today, Pastor Mertensky, pastor of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Waterloo, Illinois. We're going to we're going to try to hash this out in 12 minutes. Right, Pastor? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. If we had 13 minutes, then we'd probably be able to oh, really man. knock it out. Yeah, but, I know. So. Just one more minute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, yeah. this, this is a really, really broad question to ask first. But, but how, how does and how should, if should the church interact with social media, how does, what does that look like? Well, and there's a lot of different ways that churches, uh, congregations specifically, mm-hmm. use social media. And uh, there are actually whole groups that try to teach best practices for how to use social media. Um, so they'll be all about, you got to be on Twitter now, you got to be on Snapchat now, here's the best way to use those platforms, here's, here's how it has to happen. Um, but congregations use social media in any number of ways. Some just use it almost as a digital bulletin board for announcements, um, and sometimes the, the pastor will be the face of those announcements. Sometimes there's a whole media team at the congregation that's in charge of uploading and maintaining and managing uh, comments and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so there's there can be a lot of benefits. Uh, some congregations will do Bible studies or do live uh, Bible studies on Twitter or YouTube or Facebook. And uh, so there's there's tons of different ways that congregations can use social media. And uh, you said, there's that question of should, mm-hmm. and, and that's really the, the big difficult question, not because social media in itself is evil or something. Um, many people have rightly pointed out that just like when we got the printing press, it really changed how communication worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we live in a new time where communication has really changed, and there's almost a, a pressure to be on social media in some way. And so the question is always, how do we do that well? How do we how do we share information? How do we get to people who are not in the congregation? And how do we share Christ with them? But how do we avoid some pitfalls that come, that can come from uh, being overly involved in social media or having it become something that it's not supposed to be? If, if social media is supposed to be bringing people to the church, uh, what do we do when we see that pitfall of it becoming the replacement for being a church? Because there are many of those social media gurus that kind of operate under the assumption that we're getting to a place where people just won't come to church. So now we have to figure out how to be on social media to bring Jesus to them rather than seeing it almost as 
another form of marketing or advertising in order to get people to come to church. So you you can see some of those pitfalls that come up. And so there's not really a, ooh, no church should ever be on it. But we definitely see potential issues uh, when congregations don't use it well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, And it's so easy to 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 culturally maybe follow the culture of, of uh, the rest of the world and, and, and just kind of jump in without thinking about um, what it looks like to other people and also what it means for your own, uh, for your own audience. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I know uh, I was looking for it this morning. I can't remember where it is that Luther makes a comment. Even when the Bible was being printed, it was one of those praise be to God. People get Bibles in their hands. But he talks about the misconception that people would have of, well, I have a Bible now. I don't need to go to church. Why do I need to do that? And he says, at which point they go home and they don't read their Bible. And if they do open it, they haven't been taught how to read it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like they, they, they haven't gotten that, that understanding of uh, putting the dots together and it ends up becoming a problem anyway you know so how do we how do we avoid some of those pitfalls that's so, true yeah i, I yeah. and i think that's that's maybe one thing that we forget uh when we when we start bashing on social media is that technology has always been changing there's always something new there's always a new thing um that that the church has to deal with as far as getting or telling people about the gospel or new tools that we could use. Um, and, and there's always that question of, of should we do it and how do we do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. what, what are some of the other uh, pitfalls that, that churches and pastors, congregations uh, can easily fall into? I think sometimes you, you run the risk kind of falling off two sides of the horse. Either the pastor ends up being so heavily involved in in the social media presence and trying to do all the best practices that they can't actually be physically with people providing pastoral care because they're they've got to be responding to every ding and buzz of their phone to be doing all of that properly to being present for all of the world on social media because we we've kind of forgotten that we as humans do need this physical community and social media can provide a way to facilitate people getting together. Hey, we're going to be at church this weekend. Come on out. But oftentimes it becomes the replacement. So we think that we're getting human interaction just by replying to the comment or seeing what happened that someone posted that cat picture that (laughs) has been floating around, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But then on the other side, if the pastor's hands aren't on it, at all. And you just have other people who might not be as theologically astute to see potential pitfalls in the way they're responding to a comment or the kind of picture they're posting and what it can mean, then you can run into a whole bunch of problems because things go viral so quickly today that it takes one wrong comment or one misplaced picture to lead to a huge blow up that can lead to problems. And so trying to manage these things well, um, uh, can be a big issue. And, and of course, uh, there have been so many books written about the issue of narcissism. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's sometimes where I wonder how different is it if you've got a public Twitter account or a very public Facebook page and you're just saying things out loud, how, how very different is that than standing in the middle of a mall and shouting at the top of your lungs, hoping that someone will hear you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like, um, we, we run into this already with ourselves as human beings posting selfies and there's tons of books written all about the, the selfie culture and the narcissistic epidemic, you know, mm-hmm. and all these kind of things that we run the risk of, of, pastors potentially becoming, um, oh, what's the word, not idols, but um, 
growing like a cult of personality that, you know, people are just going to this church because of this pastor, because he's so hip and he's so cool and all this kind of stuff. Not that a pastor can't utilize things well. I know that there are many pastors who have been associated with KFUO or just that are that are awesome Lutheran pastors that faithfully and well do a good job of managing social media and being there present there, but also making sure that they are present for the people of their congregations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we can run the risk of that that constant buzz of distraction or um, having this uh, this uh, the pastor risking that narcissism. Of course, that, that doesn't, it's not a guarantee that it's going to happen, but when you're always looking for the likes, always looking for the creating the buzz, um, you can easily get distracted. Yeah. So always have to be cautious about that congregationally and personally as we individually use this trying to share the gospel with people. Absolutely. Um uh, you mentioned pastors that, that are doing it well. I don't I don't want to I don't want mm-hmm. this conversation to be all all negative. Um yeah. what what are some examples of of churches or pastors using social media in a way that is that is effective that is helpful that is uh supplemental um to to the word and sacrament ministry that happens in person in church. Yeah, um in in to tail on the very last thing you said there, um, I know people have probably heard that word Gnosticism at times, uh. which is just, there's a lot that you can say about it, but the, the suggestion that the physical isn't as opposed, isn't, isn't as important mm-hmm. as the spiritual or the disembodied. And oftentimes people talk about social media disembodying us, mm-hmm. that we no longer think about the importance of the physical side. It's just, well, I can watch this at home, so I don't need to be present with Christ's church, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But in terms of that last question, I know um, I really enjoy a lot of stuff that Pastor Wolf Miller does. Mm-hmm. And Pastor Wolf Miller does cross defense, you know, on KFU. And he posts stuff on YouTube. He's present on Facebook. He does, he does a ton of stuff. And I know that he and Pastor Fisk both have had long conversations on some of Pastor Fisk's podcasts about these very things. How do we do this that we're not trying to be anonymous? Like, obviously, anything that's being said is being said by someone, and we should be forthright about who's saying it. But when you're forthright about who's saying it, you run the risk of it becoming about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, how do you, how do you do these things? Well, and they've had some really good conversations about that with each other, because they are both very present online. They're both very um, big on trying to use these tools well. Um, so I know Pastor Wolf Mill and Pastor Fisk both have um, podcasts. Uh, both of them are involved with YouTube projects. They both uh, do a lot with Facebook. And uh, I think Pastor Fisk is more involved on Twitter than Pastor Wolf Miller is, I think. But um, I know that their big goal is always that they're just sharing the gospel and people get to hear it. And the encouragement is always get involved in your local congregation and use these things as extra helps. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are even people that, that see them and will say, well, then you're, you're running the risk of becoming people's pastor without being able to be there to provide spiritual care, you know? And mm-hmm. so there's, there's people that even would look at how they leverage these tools and, and say there's a risk to it, but they are also, I know, aware of that and try to be cautious of it. Absolutely. We have just about 30 seconds left. Um, but, okay, perfect. but what, I mean, what is that ultimate point to all of this? Um, I think it's just trying to figure out how do you leverage these tools and to provide, especially if we're talking about pastors, providing pastoral care to your congregation without being so distracted by all of the, the digital stuff. I know I often sent a lot of emails. I tried to be on social media a lot. At this point, I try to focus my time more on 
being present with people mm -hmm. because oftentimes you can see the statistics of who is opening what and seeing what and it's like okay i've got three people seeing this or i could have a really good in-depth in-person discussion to provide god's word in person to this individual and so trying to figure out where that balance is i wish i had a perfect answer but we like i said if we had an extra minute i'd be able know, to get right? that <laughs> <laughs> next time we'll get that extra minute <laughs> right. uh, pastor Merritt densky pastor of emmanuel lutheran church in waterloo illinois uh hashing out social media with pastors thanks for thanks for joining me on the coffee hour today sounds good we'll talk to you soon is a production of kfuo to support the coffee hour and kfuo radio visit kfuo.org you can also text kfuo to 41444 or send an email to gifts at kfuo.org and you can call us at 800-844-0524 kfuo christ for you anytime anywhere I'm